Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. They say, I don't know who they are, but they say April showers bring May flowers. But I feel like the real saying should be, April teaching and testing brings May stress <laughs> or something like that. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue as nicely, but it is far more accurate, at least within the realm of teaching. So if you are feeling exhausted, which come on, we all are, this episode is going to help you out with some strategies you can use to cope with and then kind of overcome, hopefully, that exhaustion you're experiencing. But first, we're going to hear a TSH from a top teacher. This top teacher says it has been a crazy, literally all caps with large spaces in between. (laughs) From orchestra rehearsals to a field trip, I am so exhausted. How do you stay productive but not feel exhausted during these times? Obviously, this TSH is what inspired this episode, so we're going Mm -hmm. to get into it. But I do want to preface this episode by saying sometimes when you are exhausted, there is a reason for that and you need to rest. You don't need like Mm -hmm. you've probably heard that saying something about like sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax or you can, you know, take time for yourself. And we want to make sure that's very clear going into this episode. It's not about always doing more. It makes me think of the scene from I Love Lucy where she's working at the chocolate factory. Have you? Oh my you gosh, know what I'm I love about? that one. It's so good. So I'll quickly explain it in case anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about. So her and her friend are working at this chocolate factory and the manager lady comes in and says, okay, the chocolate comes out on the conveyor belt. You're going to wrap it with the wrappers and we don't want any pieces of chocolate getting through unwrapped. And they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it starts out real slow and they're like, yeah, we got this. This is great. And then it starts speeding up and they start kind of panicking. And all of a sudden the manager is coming back in. So they start like eating the chocolate, putting it down their shirts, putting it in their hats. So when she walks in, she's like, oh, great. Like there's no chocolate. You're doing a great job. Speed it up. And they're like, (gasps) the look of pure panic comes across their faces. And so sometimes you know, efficiency makes it easy to want to just do more, but you have to keep in mind, we've said this before, like the goal of productivity is not always to do more. Really, Mm -hmm. the goal is to create margin, to create this free space that you can fill with other things and be okay with what you're not doing. So as we go through this episode, we're really targeting like those times where you're exhausted, but you have stuff that you absolutely have to get done because we know those times come up. Yeah. But we're not preaching that you have to always be doing more. Like if you if you feel exhausted after a field trip and orchestra rehearsals, go home and take a nap. Like yeah. don't do more work. Your body does need to rest and recover. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because it always reminds me of that conversation that we had about, and I don't remember the episode, but what do you do when you're stressed? And Mm -hmm. I said, I sleep. Yep. yep. I sleep (laughs) when I'm stressed because it allows my body to just recuperate. And it's one of those things where a lot of the people who are either listeners or they've been watching us online for years and years, they're like, well, how do you manage to do it all? Again, we need to reiterate, we don't. Mm -hmm. We do not Mm -hmm. do it at all. There are either sacrifices that we have to make, we have to say no to a lot of things. Um, So whereas everybody else is out and about, you know, having a great time with their friends and doing all these fun things, we're like, we are sitting here working because that's the sacrifice that we're choosing to make at that moment in time. So you have to remember too, 
um, that we don't do it all, <laughs> that it's just not possible. Um, so just keep that in mind as we go through this entire episode. And real quick, we didn't have this in the notes, but you mentioned sleep <clears throat> and I recently watched a YouTube video. So the YouTube channel is called Diary of a CEO. It's this oh. guy that does interviews with different experts in fields and like, but He's also celebrities. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I came across one of his videos with a sleep expert. So if you want to watch the video, it's like over an hour long, but it's a really good mm. watch. Um, or you can just listen because yeah, it's meant to be like a podcast just type in diary of a CEO sleep expert and you'll see the thumbnail. It says like sleep like a baby tonight. That's what drew me in. But in that episode, it really convinced me like how important sleep is. And usually it's one of the first things we cut out in order to be more productive. Yeah. But one of the things he said in that podcast that really stuck with me is the fact that you would, this is morbid, but you would die of sleep deprivation before you would die of food deprivation. Oh my gosh. I know, but it's important to keep in mind like how important sleep is for your ability just to function. So even though you said it jokingly that when you're stressed, yeah. you sleep, honestly, it's probably one of the best things that you can do. I just think it's ironic that a title said sleep like a baby is what drew <laughs> you in. And yet you did not sleep like a baby last night. <laughs> I did not. I told Bridget when we got on the podcast this morning, she's like, oh, how are you? And I'm like, I slept horrible because our cats <laughs> were just so annoying, sprinting around, meowing, clawing at the carpet like it was awful but I'm also less than a week out from my powerlifting meet so I'm in that phase where I can't turn my brain off because I just start oh. thinking and thinking and thinking yeah no, but I understand enough about me Bridget I want you to kind of fill us in and yes I, hmm. I mean us me those listening everyone how is this year going? We know that you changed not only schools this year, but districts, which obviously is a big transition. So now that we're coming up on almost a year, how are you feeling at this point? I, I know it's that like springtime where things are kind of crazy. So I wanted you to have a chance just to kind of get it all out of your system. Yeah, I would definitely say that it's been one of my most challenging years as a teacher. I know that a lot of people, and especially if you're listening and you worked through the COVID times, right? I know that we all said, oh, the year right after COVID was the hardest or the year of COVID was the hardest. Honestly, I think most teachers will tell you hands down that this has been the most challenging yeah. year because we are seeing so many kids who are so far behind. And on top of that, that our devices are consuming us. Mm -hmm. And so I feel as though kids are not able to think critically. They're not able to go in depth with things. Um, they don't have the stamina, the desire to want to work. It just, it was a very, very rough year. And so you know, during this entire time, I've just, it's its just been exhausting whether I'm dealing with behaviors because behaviors are like wild. And it's unbelievable how just where I am, I feel as though we really struggle when it comes to supporting teachers in behaviors. Yeah. I mean, like a kid can hit somebody and it's like, you're still in my room. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that even possible? So I just, I like, I really struggle with that component and I don't understand why we are not holding them more accountable, holding parents more accountable, to be honest, because 
I feel as though in some ways we have to make parents uncomfortable and we have to almost say like, listen, your kid keeps doing this. And so we're going to keep hounding you and we're going to keep making them stay at home and making things difficult for you until we can help get this resolved. Because it's just such, it's such a hard time right now. Yeah. And I know especially with student behaviors, there are so many underlying factors. And yes, you know, the same is true for us as adults. I know when I have times where I'm like snappy with Billy, it's always like, okay, but what's really going on? Like what's Mm -hmm. causing this? And so it's important to dig deeper. But I also think, you know, kids are smart and they start to see what other kids are doing, what other kids are getting away with, and they press those boundaries. Like that's a huge part of being a kid, right? Is is finding those boundaries and always trying to like press them a little bit further. And I think while it is important to focus on the, you know, the communication behind the action and what's really causing this, and especially kids now have had so much trauma between COVID and and just Mm -hmm. society in general now with things going on, but at the same time, it's like it's it's not always fixing the problem just to constantly give them yeah. like, well, it's OK mm-hmm. because you've had a heart like that's not going to do them any favors in the future. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's interesting because I'm sitting here thinking of it and I know that social media has just played a huge role in like my students lives because mm-hmm. it does it does increase consume them a lot. Um, And it's, it's like, I feel like I need to do a lesson on how to utilize social media appropriately. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? Like, instead of watching the mindless, like numbing videos, which there's nothing wrong with watching those videos, like I have definitely fallen to the trap of watching like my dog videos or my cat videos or baby videos. (laughs) They're just funny. And just it's nice to not think. But it's also like, how can we utilize social media to really help benefit us? Um, And I don't, I I think it was Trent who was telling me like, and I don't know if this is true in any way, shape or form, but they say like in China or something that they will, their TikTok is like very educational based, whereas ours is not. Again, I don't know the truth to that, but it's like, how can we look at this for more of an educational value? Because I do find really good things that are like educational that help me grow as a person that it's like, how can I help kids see the benefit of that? And wanting to use social media to help them learn and grow versus it just being like a pure entertainment all the time. Yeah. I almost feel like we could do a full episode on that. Um, because I, as you said that I had like a lot of thoughts cause it's like with our YouTube channels, I think it's a good example for kids of how YouTube can be yeah. used for that type of content. So yeah. I don't know, maybe we will, we're going to jot I that down. I feel like I'm going to make a whole unit <laughs> plan of this now. I am typing this out right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we're going to jump into the episode and we're going to share three different strategies that you can use to cope with stress and kind of overcome that exhaustion. But again, these are coming at it from the standpoint of you are exhausted, but you have stuff that has to get done. Like let's say grades are due and you can't put it off, which, you know, be proactive, try to get as much done in advance Mm -hmm. as you can. But we hear you. Sometimes things sneak up on you and there's there are those periods where you're exhausted, but you still have to get things done. So that's what we're going to focus on, starting with number one, which is to press reset. Now, we think this should come before you implement any of the other two strategies we are going to mention, because a good reset of 
both your body and your mind can do wonders and take away a lot of that stress. Kind of like Bridget was mentioning with the sleeping mm-hmm. and we were talking about how that's, that's can be part of your reset. Like that's a great way to be able to rejuvenate your mind and your body. So before you start making changes in your schedule and adapting your to-do list, press the reset button and see how it affects just your overall feelings. And I thought it would be fun, Bridget, if each of us shared kind of like what our go-to reset is. Yeah. So I feel like I have two different versions of a reset. If I'm at home, I will often take a shower get ready, like full blown get ready. Like I will actually put makeup on. I will do my hair. I will like put clothes on that I will, I can wear around the house, but are not pajamas. Okay. (laughs) And then I will organize my space. So I like to have everything nice and tidy. Now, if I'm at school, obviously I can't take a shower at school, but (laughs) if I'm at school, I will clean off my desk. I will organize my papers and I will start to do like a dust and wash down of my entire classroom. Okay. We have a lot of things in common, which is interesting. (laughs) But you mentioned dusting. Have you seen recently these? I I think they probably were trending on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. So I find out about things way after the fact through like Facebook. But they are these um, almost like sponge looking things, but you like wet them and they collect dust and then you can like rinse the dust off of them. I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger yet. It's been sitting in my Amazon cart because I'm like, Michelle, do you really need okay, this? Okay, well, now you need to send that to me. A Facebook ad sold me last night on a tougher than Tom mosquito repellent <laughs> from my yard. <laughs> and I bought it. <laughs> I get suckered oh, into so much I of that too. stuff. It's, it's bad. It's so bad. I got to stay off. <laughs> okay, well, here's my reset then before we get into the trap of making each other buy stuff because that's the last thing we need. The first thing I always have to do is just a brain dump of what's on my mind. I mentioned how I struggle to sleep because I can't turn my brain off. My brain, I just will cycle through the same things again and again and again. So I have to sit down with like physical paper and just write down everything that's on my mind. And from there, I will like add things to my calendar, add things to my to-do list or like create a note in my notes app, but I have to get it out of my brain. Then I like to go for a walk, but without like music or a podcast. That way I can just think during that time. And after doing the brain dump, I feel like it's a deeper think rather than like a surface level thing, if that makes sense. Then I like to also kind of clean the clutter, not a Mm -hmm. deep clean. Like I'm not whipping out sponges and stuff. It's just what I call like a surface clean where I'm putting things away I'm not even really dusting or like wiping down. I just need the stuff out of sight. Right. Does that make sense? Like everything needs to be in its home. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then I always like to then end with a shower. And it's interesting because you mentioned putting on like not pajamas. (laughs) And in my head, I was like, oh, no, that's not me. I want (laughs) I want super comfy clothes, but they have to be fresh because listen, y'all, I will wear the same Uh sweatshirt for like (laughs) a week-ish, but I'm not wearing it all day. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but after a few days, you know, there's pet hair on it. It's, it's, it's seen better days. So I like to put on like a fresh sweatshirt and a pair of like pajama shorts. (laughs) And I, I want my hair, like I'm going to leave my hair wet, but put it up in a bun and like that. That is my reset. So uh, (laughs) 
I, I, I feel like social media keeps popping up in this entire episode. But have you seen the one like real or whatever TikTok of people where they do like their their Monday, Tuesday, and they're showing their outfits yes. Wednesday? I feel like you should do that. <laughs> but with the same sweatshirt over and over again. You know I will get judged for that. The internet is ruthless. They Those 12-year-olds do not care about your feelings. They will rip you to shreds. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I'm like crying over here, guys. That was great. I mean, look, I I come at it from the standpoint of I'm saving water because it's less, it's, I must say it's less dishes I have to do. It's less laundry I have to do. I get it. Everyone's different. So there may be some people are like, ew, gross, whatever. There are people listening right now who are like, Michelle, I am also team wear the same sweatshirt for a week at at a time. All right. We got to move on because I just can't. (laughs) All right. But here's the thing. And here's something to just remember that a lot of the exhaustion that we are feeling can be based on your overall mood. And so having a reset can really help to alleviate some of the moodiness or at least give you more clarity on your feelings. Now, we're going to sit here and tell you to aim for about an hour-ish. Um, But if you could do it a little bit shorter or a little bit longer, if needed, however, if you go like five hours, Mm. it's not a reset. It's now you just being lazy Lucy type situation. So try to aim for that hour-ish. You might include things that make you feel grounded, that bring you joy, and just kind of rejuvenates your life. It isn't a vacation or anything like that. So it's just a time for you to get your things back in order when they feel like they're all over the place. So right now we're going to head on into a break and then Michelle's going to come back with the next thing that you can do when you are coping with exhaustion. We have an exciting announcement. We have a new baby. Actually, we have twins. That's right. The new Google Slides and tablet digital planners for the 2023-2024 school year are now available. Hopefully we didn't freak you out too much with that announcement. But if you've listened for a while, you knew exactly what we meant when we said baby. Yeah. Now, thankfully, these planners actually take away stress instead of adding stress like a real baby does because you can download it now and start preparing for the next school year. Plus, speaking of school, our planners don't go to college, so they're very affordable. (laughs) But seriously, if you want to grab a digital planner, you can head over to teachingonthedouble.com slash store and choose your preferred style. And don't forget that we also have templates and stickers that you can add into your planner to make your baby even more beautiful. And now back to the episode. The second strategy is to treat the problem instead of the symptoms. I feel like a nurse or a doctor saying this, but... (laughs) It is easy to get caught up in constantly treating the symptoms because those are what you see. But keep in mind, by treating just the symptoms, you're only going to get temporary relief because you are not solving the root of the problem. Think about it like trying to fill up a leaking bucket. If you don't ultimately plug those holes, it's just going to keep leaking. So you can put water in it again and again and again. And that's what gets exhausting, right? Filling up a bucket that's constantly leaking is exhausting. So instead you have to actually fill up those holes. So we want you to spend time just kind of digging a little bit deeper in order to get to the root of the problem. So here is an example. 
Let's say you are behind on your grading and lesson planning and you feel like you can't catch up, right? We've all been there. Now, maybe you are not getting good sleep. So as a result, during your planning time, you're not productive or focused because you're groggy, you're tired, and you're like, I'm, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it when I get home, which we all know is a lie. You're not going to do mm-hmm. it when you get home. But because you are not getting good sleep, you're not getting anything done during your planning time. So the suggestion, the solution would be to spend a week really focused on getting that good sleep. So make your room a little bit darker, make it a little bit colder in there. Science says that if it's a little bit colder, you get more high quality sleep. Have a routine that you follow where you go to bed at the same time each night to see if it helps. Again, listen to that video that I mentioned, Diary of a CEO Sleep Expert. It's a huge, huge, like, I was going to use a bad word that I shouldn't use. It, 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 <laughs> eye um, opener. Eye opener. That's Epiphany. better. Yeah. I was going to go for mind something, but it, okay. it, yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. If you are struggling to find, you know, that deep rooted problem, try asking those around you because they often notice things before we even notice it in ourselves. And because they have this different perspective, it might help kind of illuminate some things that you Mm -hmm. weren't seeing. And ultimately just keep asking why. So for example, oh, I'm not getting my grading done. Okay. Why is that? Well, I don't have energy by the end of the day. Okay. Why is that? Maybe it's sleep related, but also maybe your body clock is just more conducive to you working in the morning. So maybe you need to change your schedule so that you can get grading done before your students arrive. Don't get discouraged with spending time on something that may not seem directly tied to the issue. So for example, it may feel counterproductive to sleep more when you already feel like you're not getting work done. Again, I mentioned earlier, sometimes you have to spend time in order to get time, and it is always worth spending time patching those holes in your bucket so that it doesn't continue to leak in the future. Such an important thing to really consider. Um, So the third strategy that we're going to suggest to you is to adjust your mindset. Now, I feel like several years ago, I was not a mindset person. I'm like, what? Come on. Your mindset? Like, just do it. Stop being a weenie and just get it done (laughs) kind of situation. However, your mindset and how we feel plays such a big role in our productivity. So when we take a closer look at our mindset around the day, the tasks that we're trying to complete or even the people that we are around mm. us, can it can really alter how energized we feel. So it's the same idea when we say that like negative people around us make us feel negative. I don't really know the saying, okay? <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? I it's do, like, yeah. You, you hang around all those negative people and then their vibes start to mess up your vibe and you're like, oh, now I feel all super negative. But it's very, very true. Your mindset can easily start to shift once you're able to recognize. And that's kind of the key here is recognize and find ways to shift that mindset. I was raising my hand because I wanted to share. Have you ever seen... <laughs> this is going to sound not related, but I swear it is. Have you seen those pictures of owners and their dogs and how like they look a lot alike yes. and it's like you the longer what? they are together the more they start yes. to look alike 
<laughs> yes, because I want to say it was like, oh my gosh, it was the my partner who ended up having cancer and then passing away that year before that we were doing conferences and we would all stand around and we would talk about like what dog personality we are oh. like the most and which one we look like the most. Um, it was very, very funny. But it made me think of that because it's just like how the more you spend time around people, or in this case, dogs, you start to like emulate them. And I actually wrote a little bit in my book about this, about how Billy, when we started dating, he was always like, I want to say dancing, but it wasn't dancing. He like would like shuffle like around the kitchen if he's like cooking. And you know me, I am a shuffler. I am now, but I've never (laughs) been a dancer. I hate dancing. I'm actually happy we did not have a wedding so that I didn't have to dance. Like I hate dancing. I just, I feel so uncomfortable. But watching him like always kind of shuffling around the kitchen, like I started doing it without even realizing. And he would point out to me, he's like, was that a shuffle? And I'm like, shut it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I heard somebody end up saying, um, and it was somewhere online that you are the five people closest mm-hmm. to you. Yes. But it's now not even that you are the five people closest to you. You are the five people closest to you and the one person that you follow the most on social mm. media because social media is now making such a dramatic impact yeah. in our lives and how we are portraying ourselves. But it yeah. is very, very true. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like when speaking of mindset, when I want to get in a particular mindset, I will go on and look at accounts or watch stories of people that have that kind of mindset that I want. Like, especially with me and like fitness, if I'm going into a workout and I'm like feeling nervous about it and I'm like, no, Michelle, like you are an athlete. You need to pump yourself up. I will go on and, and watch Instagram stories of other athletes that I follow because just seeing their mindset of things, I'm like, oh, okay, yes. Like that's what I need to to think and to feel. Yeah. So it's funny and I know we never, it is. And I know we never did this episode, but maybe we could write this down and possibly do this in June. But when when I was writing my book, that was the same type mm. of idea. And I'm sure you had a, a, the same type of thing where I needed to get into the mindset of an author. And so then I would start looking people up online who would either do like, just write with me and they would just have like music in the background, but mm. seeing them write somehow Aww. motivated me to write. It was the weirdest thing ever, no, but I love it that. worked. It really did. All I did was listen to Office Ladies podcast because they were also yes. kind of writing their book around the but time again, that we were. It's the same idea though, <laughs> right? Like they it were is. talking about their book and they were getting you in that mindset and motivated and it just, it truly does make a yeah. huge difference. Aww. Okay. But here are some things that, and ideas for helping to change your mindset if you do start to feel like, oh my gosh, my mood is, is absolutely interfering with my productivity. So the first one is going to be journaling. Now, take some time to journal your thoughts and get out all of your feelings regarding something that is happening. If you worry about people seeing this, you can absolutely shred this or discard this, burn it, whatever it might be, or you could just keep it digital if you do want to have access to it a little bit later on. We recommend thinking about the things that you're grateful for in the journaling process so that you can also find some motivation and inspiration. If you just tend to throw out all the negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that would necessarily benefit you in the long run. And you can keep it short and you can do it every single day or you can only do it when you're feeling as though you need it the most. There is no right or wrong when it comes to the journaling process. You just need to do whatever works best for you. The second um, idea is to take a break from social media. (laughs) 
we've talked about it so much today. Um, but listen, I do love me a good TikTok or reel just as much as the next person. But research is showing that it can greatly impact the mindset and moods of the people when you're watching it for an extended amount of time. So take a break from online life and just delete the app, guys. You can even make like a detox challenge by removing the app for like so many days and say, I'm just going to remove it for like the next seven days and track how your moods change over the course of that time. It is so fascinating (laughs) to see just the change in how you are when you don't have social media on you around you all the time. The third idea is to surround yourself with reminders. Now, we love quotes and reminders that are going to help to lift us up, so much so that we even did an entire podcast episode on them. So episode 149, Behind the Scenes, Our Favorite Reminders to Overcome Obstacles, is a must listen to. I was a little apprehensive when we first started planning out this episode because Michelle's a lot more quotey than I am. But again, I guess this is like me being like the five people closest to me, because you are definitely one of them, that I feel as though I am starting to gravitate more and more towards them. And it does help. So find quotes that inspire you and place them around your space. You can have them as a phone screensaver on your laptop, a sticky note, or even written on the top of your planner. Do whatever works best for you. And then the final idea is to seek out inspiration. Surround yourself with the people who inspire you. When you are around the people that bring you joy and inspiration, you're more likely to increase your mindset and your mood. You can watch a TED Talk, listen to a podcast on a topic, watch related mood movie like Pursuit of Happiness, et cetera, et cetera. But all of these are going to be things that help to uplift you. I feel like I can't watch like sad movies because I only just get even more depressed and sad. So I have to stay away from some of those. And again, it really does affect your mood and you can track all of that as you start to see those changes. Yeah. Like you mentioned Pursuit of Happiness. I love that movie. I mean, it is, it's like happy and sad. It's like a very like bittersweet. Yeah. But you know, I think on the topic of exhaustion, it's a perfect movie because you see everything he's going through Mm -hmm. in order to better his life for him and and his son. And it is great. Oh, so good. Okay. So here's a quick recap of those three different strategies. Number one is to press reset. And remember, we want you to try this before the other ones, because truly like taking an hour just to like shower and clean your space can drastically improve the way that you feel. And we've said before, like, action leads to more action. And so sometimes just getting off of the couch can instantly give you an energy boost. The second strategy is to focus on treating the problem instead of just the symptoms. Keep digging deeper, keep asking why, so that you can plug the holes in the leaking bucket instead of just constantly filling it with more water that ultimately is going to leak out. And then finally, the third strategy is to adjust your mindset. So really surround yourself with you know, I don't want to sound like woo woo or like, oh, you know, posit- positivity fix ev- fixes everything. Like I'm not talking about the whole I toxic mean, positivity, but you do end your videos. I do with put your positive pants on because I truly believe positivity is a choice. And I yes. say that because I was an extremely negative person back when I was in high school and even early on in college. And I realized this is not the person I want to be. And I made a choice to focus on being positive. And that's why I say it. So (laughs) get out of here with your whole toxic positivity. That's not at all. Like I'm not saying you can't have problems and can't, you know, deal with those and, and cope with that. But ultimately 
at a certain point, it does become a choice. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to go and check out our website right now is coming down to the final few days of having our planner on 20% off. So the new 23 through 24 school planner for both Google Slides and the tablet version are on sale for 20% off. Guys, it's only a few more days. So if you don't go and do this now, don't come to us a little bit later on saying that they're full price and that you want it on 20%. We have it available right now, 20% off. Definitely go and check them out. You can go to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store and they will be right there in your face, ready for you to purchase and love and enjoy over the summer. Okay, we would also love for you to submit a TSH. We wanna know what is it that's sucking up all of your time right now. Um, It really does help us to plan out some of these episodes so that that way we are targeting the needs of all of you because we can only talk so much about our needs and what we've experienced and the things that we've gone through. We wanna be able to help guide and support you in anything that you have. So go and submit your TSHs so that we can help you through that process. We would also love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified when we drop new episodes on Thursday mornings. It is free. Go and do it. It'll pop up. And then you can just listen like while you're getting ready, like I do in the mornings or when you're taking your drive to work or going on a walk. Um, And we would love for you to leave a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other people. And we just like reading your comments. So until next time, be timely, stay organized and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.